Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, isn't that the truth? It truly does not matter who the host is. Today is Monday, 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 January the 25th of 2021, day 25 of the year, and only, only, only 340 days left to go. Anyways, how are you doing this fantastic morning? We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in orlando florida and coming across the multiverse of safety fm and of course as always and as of new i guess i should say as not always because it wasn't always but as of new we are also being done by this (laughs) you're being infiltrated radio big So there you go. A lot of interesting things, of course, going on over the weekend as you're taking a look around and seeing some things going on. We will talk about a lot of things going on inside of the world of the news. So don't worry about that. We are going to get to all the highlighted items. But let's start off with something that has never occurred before. Well, I guess there was two things over the weekend that had never occurred before. Number one, and we're going to talk about sports relatively quick here. Number one, Conor McGregor got knocked out. For the first time ever in his mixed martial arts career. So that did occur over the weekend by 
Destin Poirier. That happened at UFC 237 on Saturday night. And then the other thing that has been earth-shattering for me, because I've been actually waiting to see this all my life, and not that I've been following the NFL as of late whatsoever, but last night, or yesterday afternoon, however you want to take a look at it, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers solidified themselves with a one-way ticket to get to the Super Bowl. But for the first time ever, they are the first team to pull it off and also be the team to have home field advantage. No other team in the history of the NFL has ever hosted the actual Super Bowl and actually be a participant in the football game. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff. Or I don't, can I even say Super Bowl on the radio? I'm not even sure anymore. Oh, or is it supposed to be the big game? I think it's the big game or some horseshit like that. But whatever, who cares? So there you go. That's a lot of stuff that was going on. Let's talk about some of the other things that are going around inside of the world. Let's talk about some of the trends that we did see over the weekend, because that's normally how we start off our Monday show. So let's do that right away. Larry King was trending on Saturday as fans mourned the broadcasting legends. Legend many celebrities tweeted out their condolences and the found memories of the interviews that King had. Another hashtag making it over the weekend was Trump's note to Biden said circulated on Twitter on Saturday as users shared their prediction about what was in Donald Trump's parting letter to Joe Biden. Some examples were I licked the windows at the White House. Um, If you need to reach Vlad, talk to the flower arrangement and the coffee table. Joe, you know I won. And if you don't find my son, Baron, please contact me or or Melania. I also rubbed my... Oh, I can't read that one. Can't read that one. I rubbed my... Yeah, that's... I can't say that. Anyways, let's continue. Rolex was trending out when New York Times published a fashion article about Joe Biden's timepiece and how how they fit into the history of watches worn by previous U.S. presidents. Many social media users felt that the piece was insensitive and pointless after suffering many or how many have endured over the past year. So that was circulating as well. Uh, Interesting stuff on how we do talk about this. Um, And then Steel Magnolias was trending on Sunday as a top response to one of the Twitter questions that was, what movie automatically makes you cry no matter how many times you see it? Other responded, Apollo 13, Big Fish, The Green Mile, My Girl, Old Yeller, and Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump makes people cry? I didn't know that. And I've watched that movie countless times. And I did not know that movie made people cry. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever it is. But anyway, so there you go. That was what was trending over the weekend right away going on with a cluster of things right at the very beginning of the fashion sense. So there you go. Anyways, let's get into some feature story news. And we'll get you rolling and bowling and moving and grooving right now on the Rated R Safety Show. Here is the news on the Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Indian and Chinese troops have clashed in the North Sikkim border area. Moscow has opened an investigation into acts of violence against law enforcement during a protest on Sunday. The UK government is due to make a decision this week on whether to enforce hotel quarantine for all international arrivals. And a North Korean diplomat is reported to have defected to South Korea.
Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke, but this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. <laughs> text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. It's it's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like, like the storm. storm. When, when it kicked in, we had we a were plan. Separated. We, we were able to get in touch with each other in no time. idea how to find each other. The whole experience was, was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there, it's to stay it's calm and keep to the plan. Message. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. And now for the Motivation Minute, brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. Do you have a credit card? Is it a pretty good one? Here's how you can tell. Take the details of your current card and compare them for free at BetterCreditCards.com. That's BetterCreditCards.com. Chris Grosser said, opportunities don't happen. You create them. It's always amazed me how some people seem to be so darn lucky. Then I got to know some of these so-called lucky people, and I discovered how much work they put into their luck. It's crazy how if you come in early and you stay late and you get more work done than anybody else, you tend to do better. But then also you get noticed by management and you tend to get promoted. So sometimes these lucky people, they're lucky because they work circles around everybody else. Today's Motivation Minute has been brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. You can find more at MotivationMinute.org. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, so there you go. A lot of interesting stuff, of course, coming on first thing in the morning um, as we are talking. Anyways, Motivation Minute. Yes, some of these lucky people are extremely lucky. <laughs> You know, it's kind of funny that uh, you hear that by John Smalls talking about that for a moment during the Motivation Minute. It is amazing and astonishing to me, the people that you see that are all of a sudden these overnight sensations on how many years worth of crap they've been doing on just to trying to get to where they're at. But it's always funny on how they're considered overnight sensations on what exactly they're doing. Anyways, that's not important. Let's move on. Let's talk about what is going on inside of the hit list because that is important, because that is what is happening here. So let's go through it. Nearly three dozen missing kids were rescued by authorities in Southern California during a human trafficking investigation. Of the 33 children, eight being sexually exploited when authorities swooped in to save them, according to the FBI. One arrest was made, and multiple investigations were launched as part of the probe. In 2020, the FBI conducted 664 human trafficking investigations across the country, leading to the arrest of about 473 traffickers. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on. Now, keep in mind, those are some good numbers to hear in regards of being able to move some children out of what is going on. The traffickers being arrested, but there's still thousands of more cases going on all the time. So if you can actually bring attention to this, I think it's 
very, very important. So let's not lie about this. If you have a, a hint, an iota of anything that's actually going on inside of this, please, 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 please do not hesitate to contact your local officials, your authority, the actual police departments, the different things that are readily available to you because it's so important to have this conversation and to stop this that is going on. Sometimes it's in the strangest places. Uh, good for, A good friend of my family's by the name of Susan Peters is actually in the forefront of actually doing some of these things. So I always find it very interesting when I start seeing more and more of the news of what is going on inside of there. Anyways, let's talk about some other things that are going on inside of the world. An Oklahoma lawmaker wants to make Bigfoot hunting a thing. Yes, Representative Justin Humphrey introduced the House Bill of 1,648 last week, urging Oklahoma Wildlife Conservation Commission to establish a Bigfoot hunting season. Micah Holmes, an assistant chief of Information and Educational Division in Oklahoma Wildlife Conservation, responded to the inquiry saying, we use science to make management decisions and we do not recognize Bigfoot as a wildlife species. The Oklahoma legislative will meet on February the 1st. If the bill is passed, the act would take effect on November the 1st of 2021. Hold the phone, hold the phone, hold the phone. Okay, so you have to tell me about this one because that one's kind of interesting. You're telling me that you took the time to turn around and say that what you want to do as your legislation is turn around and say, hey, I think I have this great idea of what we could do here. And Bigfoot is a thing. Bigfoot is a thing that we need to talk about right away and get it out. I mean, it's kind of tracing down or or trying to find that ogre inside of your safety system. And I want to talk about that for a hot second because it is really a hot second. How often are you chasing? And it's kind of the perfect example here with this um, Justin Humphreys out of Oklahoma that we run into the same scenario that we're actually trying to chase these different things inside of our systems when it's related to safety that do not exist. I mean, and let's be realistic. You can have a theory of whatever. When it comes to Bigfoot, I mean, I think Harry and the Hendersons were probably the closest ones to ever have Bigfoot. If you don't know the reference, probably look it up. It might be a little bit easier. Um, So there you go. But think about it for a second. How often are you sent out on these wild goose chases on trying to find something that doesn't exist inside of your system? But we know that that's exactly what the failure is. And it turns out to be something like this, where you turn around and you you say, okay, we're going to look forward, and this is going to be the day that we're going to move forward to it. But then you have the one sense, oops, sensical person sensical person that comes up and says no we have to use x and then all of a sudden you become the organization jackass because you say hey that was a little bit of stupidity that you guys brought up there oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm Okay, so here you go. An individual in California who tested positive for COVID in late December passed away several hours after receiving the first dose of COVID vaccine last Thursday. The Placer County Sheriff's Office, who announced the death on Saturday, said that multiple local, state, and federal agencies are actively investigating the case. It is unclear if the individual received the Moderna or the Pfizer vaccine. The age of the individual or any underlying health concerns were also not shared. 
As of this past weekend, over 41 million doses of the vaccine have been distributed. Over 20 million have been administered nationwide and over 2 million doses have been administered in California. So, you know, when you start hearing stories like this, here's the here's the Iggy. Here's the Iggy. And let's talk about it, because what you're going to hear about is when a failure occurs. Not so much of when the success rate happens. Now, let's just be realistic. We're kind of new into the scenario of the vaccine of people actually taking it. It's not a lie. You know it's true. I know it's true. But when we start hearing about is the cases of the people who pass away. Now, they're far and few in between, or at least in the ones that we're hearing. Now, we had some stories or some messaging that came out of the U.K. last week about that there were several deaths that occurred of some older elderly people. I almost said elderly people, elderly people that had occurred. But also at the same time, too, we're not taking a look at the bigger pick. And maybe that's part of the consequence here of what we need to take a look at. We need to have a better understanding of exactly what is going on around and around and around, opposed to it just being, okay, here was one death, but then there's two million. Now, don't get me wrong. A death is crucial. Because I'm not saying that it's not, because some people can get that confused relatively quick, but that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we have to take a look, and then this is where we talk about the same thing over and over again, is the risk worth the reward. That is what we have to take a look at. Now, we had a conversation last week during Freeform Thursday where we had the convo where what would you do? And some people said that due to the time, they would not do it. And I understand that. And there's also some people say that, hey, I get the opportunity. I'll be the first in line to do it. I understand that as well. But you have to understand that as we talk about the vaccine, the vaccine has been an emergency release on how it actually occurred. So remember, we talked about this several weeks ago about we still don't have a proper name for them. I mean, we, we keep on talking about it as the Moderna vaccine. We keep on talking about the Pfizer vaccine. We keep on talking about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine that's supposed to be coming. But these are emergency release. They don't have the full process of the FDA as they normally go through. Now, you can take that for whatever you want it to be. I'm not saying one's right and one's wrong, but it is an emergency release. Now, we did talk about the or we did have the conversation couple weeks ago about california is going to require all people in the isd independent school district just in case that actually go back into the la county schools starting in january of next year to be vaccinated now the emergency release unless things change they are still limited to to people that are older than 16 16 and older not 16 and younger. Now, I don't know about you, but I am a firm believer that the independent school district that's inside of Los Angeles has people that are there that are possibly older than, uh, or excuse me, that are younger than 16. Now, that's just a crazy guess of mine. I'm not saying that it's not the case, but geez, I mean, let's have that combo because it can't just be, oh, it's going to be one-sided and that's it. I mean, I think it's great to have that idea, but I don't think that that's exactly what's going to be occurring. Now, I could be absolutely wrong, and some people will say, well, Jay, you are wrong, and that's okay. But think about it. The independent school district doesn't have anybody less than 16. I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of cray-cray when we start talking about it, and that is just my opinion. 
Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. Hello, Kubo. What have you got planned for today? Come on, this way. Adventure can be found anywhere, but the best place to start is in the forest. It's the most powerful magic there is. Head outside to discover incredible animals. Wow. And beautiful plants that come together to create an unforgettable adventure. (laughs) So grab your loved ones and explore a world of possibilities. Visit discovertheforest.org to find the closest forest or park to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. My teacher said that we should have a plan in case of an emergency. Do we have one? First thing I'm going to do is grab a flashlight with dead batteries. I'm going to start randomly throwing clothes in the bag. You two will be hiding in the closet and Dad won't be able to find you. And that's when we both start crying. Uncontrollably. Can you pass the cutlets? Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Search ReadyKids at NYC.gov or call 311. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management. He's a man. <laughs> It's awesome, funny, random, doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Jay Allen in the morning on Radio Well, that's the whole case, kit and caboodle. I don't think it's supposed to make a lot of sense exactly all of the time. But anyways, let's continue talking. The CDC now reports that the first and second jabs of the coronavirus vaccine can be administered up to six weeks apart. The organization also noted that the second dose should not be given earlier than the recommended three to four weeks after the initial dose, depending on which vaccine was given. And the vaccines are not interchangeable with each other or with the other COVID vaccine products. The update stated that both doses of the series should be completed by the same product. The update comes amid the shortage in the vaccine supplies that have seen thousands of a canceled appointments nationwide. That is no joke. That is exactly what is going on inside of the sequence. So that's why I share the info exactly with you for you to know exactly what is going on. Anyways, it's 19 minutes past the top of the hour. You are still streaming us live on Safety FM or across the multiverse of things. Or you could be taking a listen on RadioBig.FM. Keep in mind that we are a radio station show first, then followed by... A podcast and onto the streaming platforms as we do the different things inside of the world of video as of late. Okay, so there you go. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things that are going on. A Disney donut shop is selling a new grilled treat. Everglaze Donuts and Cold Brew located in Disney Springs is now selling a grilled cheese sandwich made with donut buns. The shop, which primarily sells donuts and coffee, has a menu section dedicated to sandwich, which can be which can now each be served in griddled glazed donuts instead of bun for an extra dollar. Other items that are sugary sweet options include a burger and chicken sandwiches. The eatery is currently open to guests, but with limited capacity. So there you go. If you decide to go down to the Disney area, I mean, of course, those are some options that are available for some if you so to feel inclined to do so. Anyways, Ford has forced has been forced to recall about 3 million vehicles after losing a lengthy battle with the feds. The affected vehicles from the models years 2006 to 2012 have faulty driver's side airbag inflators that could capture and send metal fragments flying. The cost to replace the inflator is about uh, roughly about $610 million, according to the Michigan-based automaker. The airbags parts were made of by Tatara 
Tatara and have caused the 27 deaths of at least and at least 400 injured worldwide. So there you go. A lot of information there. So now you have to check and see if you're number one, if you have a vehicle out there that falls into the category. And then if the fleet, if you have fleet vehicles, you might want to take a look into those. I know that some of us, depending if you're inside of the world of transport or if you're inside of the world of warehousing, you might have some of these older vehicles that still fall into some of those categories, just saying hypothetically. Anyways, as we mentioned earlier, let's continue talking. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are heading to the Super Bowl after beating the Green Bay Packers. Joining will be the Kansas City Chiefs, who beat the Buffalo Bills 38-24. to Super Bowl LV will be played on February the 7th. So there you go. Get ready for the next couple of weeks of because that's what happens over the next couple of weeks. It's hype central of what is exactly going on inside of the world and what is being talked about and all that kind of fun stuff. So there you go. Enjoy it there because that is what is talked about and all that kind of fun stuff. So just for hypotheticals and all that kind of whatever. Oh, this could be the greatest Super Bowl. I don't know. Who the hell knows? I have to tell you, one of my favorite teams when they made it, they got their ass kicked. Back the Denver Broncos played the San Francisco 49ers back in the 80s. Yeah, back in the 80s. God, that just makes me so old. Anyways, let's continue. New York State lost 1 million jobs during the COVID crisis last year due to the lockdowns and lack of tourism and the business activity. According to the State Labor Department, NYC alone lost about 600,000 jobs from December 2019 to December 2020. That's about one in eight jobs or uh, or 12% across the U.S. Jobs have dropped about 6%. So there you go. A lot of strange things going on, especially due to the COVID crisis, as you already know. Youth protesters torched the cor- a coronavirus testing facility and threw fireworks at police on the first night of the curfew in the Dutch fishing village of Urk. Did they feel irked? Anyways, let's continue. Um, Officers said that it issued more than 3,600 fines for breaching the curfew, which required residents to be home from 9 p.m. Saturday until 4.30 a.m. Sunday and arrested about 25 people for breaching the curfew and violence. Local authorities called the violence a slap in the face and doubled down the strictly enforced curfew for the rest of the week. So there you go. So a lot of interesting stuff. A lot of people not liking the curfew aspect. And I don't I don't know if it's anything that you can turn around and say, hey, you should like it. If you don't like it, you should learn to love it, because that's not what I'm trying to say here. But, man, I don't know if going to the streets and kind of doing all the all the stuff of, you know, burning places down that are doing COVID tests, if that makes a lot of sense. But it is some strange times. I mean, I don't want this to come across as, oh, yeah, I don't find this as part of the world of the weird, because it definitely is. But there's only certain things that can be done, my friends. You know this, and I know this. So I don't want to lie here and be like, oh, who should give a crap about what's going on? No, it's crucial what is going on. But I don't know. I don't know what it is to take it into the streets and doing all these weird things because are they going to advance the placement or what exactly they're going to do? But then again, like I always tell you, that is my point of view. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, a Tacoma police officer has been placed on leave after running over two pedestrians. The incident occurred on Saturday night when officers were called to a downtown area where a crowd and several vehicles were blocking the intersections as drivers did burnout, did burnouts and donuts. 
members of the crowd surrounded the cruiser and the officer in question and started hitting it, fearing for his safety. The officer tried to back up but was unable to because of the crowd. According to a statement, he then put on his lights and sirens and drove forward while members of the crowd hurried to get out of the way. The officer stopped and when he felt that it was safe to do so and called for medical aid in the statement, the two people hit were hospitalized. One has been released and the condition of the other patient remains unknown as of Sunday. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on there. I don't know. I'm so I'm so kind of weirded out about the blockade thing. When you block the cars, I kind of get freaky eeky. Yeah, I'm be, I'm being honest here. Because what are you supposed to do? And I I there's just so many oddities there. It's like you're kind of sitting there expecting the unexpected, but you know that I was going to say that. But also at the same time too, what do you do? I mean like legitimately, what do you do? It's just a weird time with a lot of it. I mean, we can't sit back and say, oh, it's okay, because you know that I would be lying to you. I mean, like, if you were in that same circumstance, how do you look at it? What do you think you would do? Because maybe that's part of the convo. Maybe that's part of where we start going, okay, this is what we're talking about here, opposed to it just being, oh, we're not going to talk about it. I don't know, a lot of strange things, a lot of strange times, and a lot going on. Let's get you into the main story. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so talking about it, you heard it over the weekend. There was a lot of information about this, and I want to talk about it today because it is definitely very important, and it should not go unseen. And we're going to talk about Lawrence Harvey Zeiger today, Lawrence Harvey Zeiger. Yeah, he was born back in November the 19th of 1933 and died on January 23rd of 2021. He was American and television radio host whose awards include two Peabody's, an Emmy, and 10 Cable Ace Awards. And let's talk about Mr. Zeiger a little bit more. Zeiger was a WMBM radio interview in the Mi- interviewer in the Miami area in the 1950s and the 1960s. He gained prominence beginning in 1978 as the host of the Larry King Show, an all an all nationwide call-in radio program heard on mutual broadcast systems from 1985 to 2010 he hosted nightly interviewed television program larry king live on cnn from 2012 to 2020 and then hosted larry king now which was aired on hulu aura tv and rt america and he continued post politically with larry king a weekly political talk show which aired weekly on two same channels of 20 by 2013 to 2020 king was born back in brooklyn new york city On November the 19th, 1933, as we previously said, he was one of two children to Jenny Glitz and a gamut worker who was known as Misnik, Russian Empire, and Aaron Zeiger, a restaurant owner, defense plant worker who was born in Austria. So there you go, Austria, Russian Empire. His parents were Orthodox Jews who, who, immigrated. To the United States back in the 30s, King attended Lafayette High School, a public high school in Brooklyn. King's father died of a heart attack when King was nine years old, and then this resulted in King, his mother, and his brother going to government welfare. King was affected by his father's death and subsequently lost interest in schoolwork. After graduating high school, Larry worked 
to support his mother from an early age, and he desired to be on radio broadcast. So let's kind of talk a little bit more about this for a quick moment here. A CBS staff announcer whom King met by chance suggested that he go to Florida, which was a growing media market and opening inexperienced broadcaster. King went to Miami and initially set back gains his first job in radio. The manager of the small station, now W, well, it was used to be W-A-H-R, but now it is W-M-B-M, Miami Beach, hired to clean up and, and perform miscellaneous tasks. When one of the station's announcer abruptly quit, King was put onto the air for his first broadcast podcast and that was back on may the 1st of 1957 working as a disc jockey from 9 a.m to noon he also did two afternoon newscasts and a sport cast you ready for this he was paid 50 dollars a week for that he acquired the name larry king when the general manager claimed that zyger was too difficult to remember so before before the airtime, Larry chose a surname and that's here's the fun part which he got from an advertisement from the miami herald from king's wholesale liquor Within two years, he legally changed his name to Larry King. He began to conduct interviews on a mid-morning show on WIOD. Milk restaurant in Miami Beach. He would interview whoever walked in. His interviews was with with waiters at the restaurant. Two days later, singer Bobby Darren in Miami, a concert evening, walked in to the restaurant having heard Having heard days, having heard, excuse me, King's radio show, Darren became King's first celebrity interview back at the time. King's radio show brought him local attention a few years later in May of 1960. He hosted the Miami Undercovered airing on Sunday nights at 11.30 p.m. on WPST-TV, Channel 10, now WPLG. On the show, he moderated Debates on important local issues. King created his success on local television to the assistance of comedian Jackie Gleason, whose whose national television variety show being taped in Miami Beach beginning back in 1964. Now the show really took off and Gleason came to Miami. King said that in 1996 interview, he gave an inter- and inducted into the Broadcaster Hall of Fame. He said, he said that he did the show and stayed all night with me. He stayed all five. He stayed until five in the morning. He didn't like the set. So we broke it up into the general manager's office and changed the set. Gleason changed the set. He changed the lighting, and he became King's mentor. During the period of WIOD, King's further exploration of a color commentary for the Miami Dolphins or the National National Football League during the 1970 season, most of their 1971 season, however— However, he was diminished by the WIOD television station, WTVJ, as a late-night radio show host of sports commentary back on December 20th of 1971, when he was arrested after being accused of larceny by former business partner Lois Wolfson. Other other staffers um, covered a Dolphins game from the 24-3 and loss to the Dallas Cowboys in Super Bowl VI. King also hit... Lost his weekly column at the Miami Beach Sun newspaper, and the charges were dropped eventually as King was rehired by WIOD for several years during the 1970s. He hosted sports talk shows and, 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 and sports a la King that featured guests and callers. So there you go. So a lot of stuff did Larry King do. So let's just be realistic. There was a Larry King live show that began back in 1985. The show King hosted a broad range of guests, which figured such as 
UFO conspiracy theorists all the way to alleged psychics back at the t- back in the day. Due to the popularity of the show, of course, things kind of improved for him. Some some of the best things that probably happened was two of the best remembered interviews involved political figures. Back in 1992, billionaire Ross Perot announced his presidential bid on the show. And then in 1993, the debate between Al Gore and Perot became CNN's most watched segment until 2015. So think about that. Think about the influence that that show actually had. Anyways, once he departed from... CNN, back on June the 29th of 2010, King announced that after 25 years that he would be stepping down as the show host. However, he stated that he would remain with CNN as a host of occasional specials. The announcement came in the wake of speculation that CNN had approached Pierce Morgan, a British television personality and journalist, as King's primetime replacement, which was confirmed that September. The final edition of Larry King Live aired on December the 16th of 2010. The show concluded with his last thoughts and a thank you to his audience for watching and supporting him over the years. The concluding words of Larry King of the show were, I, and he said it again, I, I, I don't know what to say except to you, my audience. Thank you. And instead of goodbye, I will say, how about so long? On February the 17th of 2012, CNN announced that he would no longer be their host of their specials. He moved on to other ventures throughout his career before he passed away a few days ago. So that is what we have on the life and the stories of Larry King, such an important broadcaster. And I know that we talk mostly about safety, but we also do a lot of radio on here. So we talk about that. And he was definitely an influencer as we talk about the different things that he did throughout his throughout his career. Of course, you know, he will always be known from Larry King Live because of the, of the stuff that occurred on CNN. So let's just not lie about that and talk about it. But as I would like to leave it here, what about instead of saying goodbye, we just say so long. Rest in peace, Larry King, and thank you for all the time that you did give us and the several years of great interviews throughout. Let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh. You don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man. You laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool. Very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies. Like, like the storm. storm. When, when it kicked in, we had we a were plan. Separated. We, we were, were able to get in touch with each other in no time. We had no idea how to find each other. The whole experience was, was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Message. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. 
Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start I'm your a trial planning. lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool. And by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you. Okay, so that is a window into my cell by scene, just in case, just in case you are listening still to, well, what are you listening to? You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show, but it's also JL in the morning, depending on where you're taking a listen. So here is what we got going on. Yeah, window to my cell. So, like I said, Window to the Cell is available on iTunes and Spotify in case you want to continue down the beats this morning. Anyways, 39 minutes past the top of the hour. Yeah, thank you for the message there. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting the older that I get and the people that I respect inside of the industry that I have seen do so much, seeing them pass away. And seeing how times are changing, it's just amazing. I mean, I, I I still remember when I when I heard that there was rumors and circlings that Pierce Morgan was taking over for Larry King. Um, man, if uh, did I think of things different differently at the time? And I remember when Ryan Seacrest was taking over for Dick Clark um, many 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 years ago. It's just it's just amazing, you know, just seeing the change. But I that's part of the gig. Things do change from time to time. I mean, if think about Casey Kasem. That's really going old school there for a moment, but it's it's the way that the world goes. I mean, things do things do change, and I can only look at the people that have set paths for us and be able to move forward and doing different things. So that's the only thing I could say about it. Anyways, let's get you into some more news of what is going on inside of the world. So let's talk about a doorbell campaign, and this is not a joke. A Calgary man is warning people who who have a doorbell camps that they may be the ones 
who are being watched. After getting a doorbell security camera inside of his house, Bill Jaruros says that he was curious to see if anyone else could see the feed because he often has kids playing outside of his home. Doorbells cams can be programmed to send their footage to the owner's computers and mobile devices. He easily found that a site which was listing popular webcams and realized that there were more than a dozen in Calgary. On the uh, on websites, he found that the, that the live feeds of the people in front of the steps, workplace, private homes, and open to the public, people with security cams, are advised to reset their passwords on their cameras and because the cameras stream over Wi-Fi their internet can also their their internet should also be password protected. I hope people do know that and I don't think that's something new. Uh what's the danger if a person's location becomes known their behavior can be monitored including including when the house is usually left unoccupied, not to mention what time the teenagers get home. Finally when I'm bored that I could watch across the grow i can i can do it remotely yeah you can watch the grass grow remotely there you go great maybe some dude in taiwan will be able to tell me whatever happened to my garden's gnome because i've been curious about that but no think about it for us for a re, for a section there there was some rumor circulating for one short period of time that a popular brand was being actually hacked quite significantly inside of those where the guy even went into some of the devices the brand has um and was able to lock log into their assistants that people had inside of their homes and talk to them which freaked a lot of people out which understandably so but think about that for a moment on exactly how that does occur now i'm just throwing that out there because that did make the sequence of events back late december early late november early december if you're paying the sequence of what was going on oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm so here you go if you're looking for a job i might have a way to help you here uh, here here's what you got i've got another great job lead for you a toronto area company called candy funhouse is hiring candyologists the taste test candy and chocolate from home. If they're paying about $30 an hour, an online ad says candidates should have the enthusiasm and eagerness of a confectionery product. We are, are looking to for honest and objective opinions of products that will be te- taste tested. The successful candidate will be responsible for taste testing reviews of 3,000 products, which inclu- which some have never been available. As a part of the section, the first ever Candy Funhouse branded candy line. There are both full and part-time jobs available. This is no joke. So $30 an hour to taste test candy. Now, if you're interested in this, not a joke, not a joke whatsoever, go to candyfunhouse.ca forward slash pages forward slash careers. That is candyfunhouse.ca forward slash pages forward slash careers. And that is something that is available right there. And unfortunately, I have a lot of experience with this, which I've been doing for free. Like I always tell people, if you're good at something, never do it for free. So that's the important portion right there. Sounds great, but I'm eating eating candy all day at work. What I have? What would I have to do for snacking? I mean, what are you going to do? Eat vegetables? Then I mean, think about it that way. Does a job come with benefits? You know, I like free insulin because you might going to need a little bit of that, just in case. Anyways, as you know, a lot of people are feeling the burn 
burn. A lot of people are feeling the burn. Yeah, this is not a joke. There were many memorable Inauguration Day outfits on display on Wednesday, on due to Wednesday ceremony, but none came quite like Senator Bernie Sanders on cycled mittens made of the old sweater and linen fleece made with recycled water bottles. While the makers of much mean mittens have written overwhelmed by the request isn't taking any more orders. Sanders teams is selling a sweatshirt featuring the image of the now famous image and selling them for the benefits of Meals on Wheels in Vermont. But if only if the mitts will do, here are some small scale producer who producers who offer unique handmade mittens and the charm of Bernie search outfit on Etsy.com. You can go to, you go to mittens heaven and this is not, a, this is not a joke. They turn cast off clothes into cute mittens by hand in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Cause I got me some love for Flint, Michigan and Michigan just in general there. So you can go to tinyurl.com forward slash Y four eight U four two D seven. That's tinyurl.com Y four eight U four two D seven to be able to get some of the mittens. Um, just in case if you're interested in that. And by the way, those sweatshirts that, uh, Bernie Sanders crew was selling, they sold out all sizes done, gone a hundred percent went to the proceeds went to Meals on Wheel in Vermont because he's from Vermont. So there you go. So a lot of a lot of interesting stuff. I I mean I will tell you I have seen that meme everywhere. I have seen it everywhere from the Wizard of the Oz all the way to the UFC octagon, all the way to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, stadium stands. In regards of that thing's been everywhere. I even had somebody requesting to see if there was anything special they could do to promote an event that they have going on using that. I was like, holy, holy monkeys has that thing become popular in the overnight, as I like to call it. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So a lot of interesting things for sure. I don't know if you've been enjoying meme land when it comes to that, but it's one way to look at it. I mean, I don't know. I I think it's always fun to look at creative pop culture things that are happening. They can be fun. They can, you know, they can be enjoyable as long as they're not too cynical, I guess, is the way that I take a look at it and go, hey, what kind of fun stuff can we do from there? Um, I guess that's one way to look at it. So what do you think about the meme? Have you done anything with it? Have you had the opportunity of, number one, taking a look at it, and number two, doing anything with it? If you have or have not at this point, I would love to definitely hear about it. And if you've done anything related to safety with it, or anything that you're promoting class-wise, I mean, I guess that's one way to to take a look at it as well. Anyway, so I'm going to bring up here this little thing that we have going on if I don't close out the the incorrect thing here in just one hot minute. So if you are looking into the screen of the world, let me tell you about something that we have coming up. We are doing a safety reconfigured class. Yes, February the 16th of 2021, we will be hosting an event on a live virtual event. If you're interested or inclined of wanting to come out, hang out with us, here's what's going on. We got this event coming on. February the 16th, 11 a.m. It's talking about the world of safety, tying a little bit of everything together. Right now, if you come over and do the early bird, you can get the ticket at half price. If you're inclined to coming out, hanging out with us, we will cover 
all things safety, about looking at your safety program, reconfiguring some of the things, and giving you some thoughts on how you should change some of the items that are inside of there. If you're so inclined on coming out and hanging out, that will be taking place on February the 16th, 2021. If you want more information, you can go to safetyfm.io. That is safetyfm.io, and that ticket is readily available. We are also doing our Pay It Forward program with this particular one. So if you're interested in either one, early birds going on right now, and so is the Pay It Forward. Tickets will go to normal pricing starting the first of february so you got a few days in there before we go in and about and this is actually a tuesday class a tuesday class so there you go some stuff going on there if you're so inclined to come out hang out and do some fun stuff with us for sure so there you go there you go there you go so i don't know let's talk about did you know i think we need to talk about did you know we're 49 minutes into the hour so far it is a good week for number lovers i'm not a joke here every day through Friday is a palindrome, meaning that it leads to the same forwards and backwards. It started last Wednesday as 1-2021, and then it goes all the way through 1-2921. The specific set of palindrome dates occurs once every thousand years. So think about that real quick. So there you go for portions of Did You Okay, so let's talk about some other things. We're going to have to get into that side of the world that we all don't love, but we'll talk about it real quick. Let's talk about a couple of deaths that occurred. We did talk about some others, but let's talk about them all right now. um, Hank Aaron has died. The legendary baseball player passed away on Friday in his sleep, according to a statement released by the longtime team, the Atlanta Braves. Aaron had an illustrious career highlighted by 755 home runs, a record that stood for more than three decades as he was inducted into the Hall of Fame back in 1982. While no cause of death has been reported, conspiracy theories are attributing his passing to the fact that two weeks prior, he received the first dose of Moderna COVID vaccine. That is not confirmed. That is conspiracy theorists. He was 86. Also, as we have been, as we have discussed and we talked about it during our main story, Larry King has died, the legendary broadcaster passed away on Saturday at Cedar Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles, according to his production company, Aura Media. While no cause of death was given earlier this month, it was reported that King had COVID and spent some time in ICU. The longtime national syndicated radio host was nightly fixture on CNN, and he won many honors, including two B-Body Awards. It is estimated that he conducted, are you ready for this, over 50,000 on-air interviews over his career. He was 87. 50,000. I can't even fathom that. 50,000. And then Mia Furlan has died. The actress best known for a role of Danielle's Russell in Laws passed away last Wednesday. Uh, cause of death was not given. She was 65 at the time of passing. Anyways, let's get into the world of the swamp because, you know, we have to go into swamp land every once in a while. Chuck Schumer said that Donald Trump incited an erection instead of an insurrection on the senate floor on friday this is not a joke the senate majority leader hilariously graphed while announcing the house articles of impeachment will be sent to the senate today kicking off the start of trump's impeachment trial social media users commented on the slip up saying uh we're in for a long hard trial next week Oh, my God, the things that are said sometimes. Anyways, let's continue talking. A growing number of Republicans are pushing back against the impeachment trial. House Democrats, who will introduce the impeachment charge of the incitement of the insurrection, 
today are hoping that the large number of Republicans will denounce former President Donald Trump. The issue is that the GOP passion appears to be have cooled since the since the January 6th riots. And now that Trump is no longer president, Republican senators are rallying into his defense, as they did during the impeachment trial. Senator Mark Rubio said that the trial is stupid and counterproductive. Democrats need to support of about 17 Republicans to get him convicted. Anyways, let's talk about some other things. Let's talk about the lottery. So this could be good or this could be bad. Let's talk about it real quick. A single man, <laughs> a single mega million ticket sold in Michigan. Match all six numbers in Friday night's drawing. The winner has opted has the option of a $1.01 billion jackpot or a lump sum of $776.6 million. Tuesday's drawing will be for $20 million jackpot or a $14.7 million cash payout. A single Powerball ticket sold in New Jersey matched all six numbers on Saturday. On Saturday drawing, it, the winner has the option of $20 million or a lump sum of 15 Wednesday's drawing will be for $20 million or $15 million cash payout. So there you go. A lot, a lot of stuff. I mean, it would seem like it built up for a long period of time, and then it all came splashing out all at one sequence of events so there you go anyways 53 minutes past the top of the hour we will be continuing on to radiobig.fm with jay allen in the mornings that would be me and we get to hang out if you're not kind of leaving us so then you already know what's going on on radiobig.fm just so you know anyways let's talk about the five top movies in the box office from over the weekend monster hunters made about eight hundred and ten thousand dollars news of the world made hundred eight hundred ten I guess they were tied, so you can say they were either fifth and fourth or fourth and fourth, however you want to take a look at it. Wonder Woman made about $1.6 million. The Crude was at number two, making $1.8 million. And The Marksman stayed at the number one spot with $2 million. So there you go. Paramount has once again changed the re-release date. The, re- the re-release date, listen to this. The re- release date of A Quiet Place Part 2, the horror thriller sequel, is now hit to hit theaters. Are you ready for this? September 17th of 2021. The new date is the film's fourth reschedule. It was originally set for March 20th of 2021. So there you go. Here's some other information real quick. America's Most Wanted is making a comeback. Emmy-winning journalist Elizabeth Vargas will succeed John Walsh as host of the Rebamp series. While the goal of the show remains the same, tracking down dangerous fugitives, new technology advances will be introduced. The new season is set to launch in March with Fox. So there you go. You can take a look at it. Here's some new about... Brie Larson. Brie Larson is set to star and then produce Lessons in Chemistry for Apple TV. The TV series set in the 1960s follows Elizabeth Soth Larson, whose dream is of being a scientist to put on hold the, the society beliefs of women belonging to domestic sphere, not the professional one. She soon finds herself pregnant, alone, and fired from the lab. She is forced to accept the job as the host of a TV cooking show where she sets up to teach the nation of overlooked housewives a lot of more than just recipes all while craving the return to her true love of science according to officials uh, description of the show larson Dawn is also right now in the training process of getting her herself back in shape for captain marvel 2 the filming will begin shortly so there you go good luck for her and what she's doing next
And, of course, we will not talk about Ariana Grande and positions because I think that that's kind of always the other tie-in that always takes place when we do mention Brie Larson as of late. Anyway, so let's go ahead and talk about some things that occurred back in 1993. Sears announces its closing of its catalog sales department after 97 years. That happened back on this date, back in 1993. Let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. Rob Stone turns 26. Ariana DeBose turns 30. Dustin Ingram turns 31. Rob Evans turns 33. Alicia Keys turns 40. And Jennifer Lewis turns 64 today. Wow, what a series of events. So here you go. Nat, days that you can celebrate today if you're so inclined to do show, so. National Irish Coffee Day. National Opposite Day. National Bubble Wrap Day. Robert Burns Day, Community Manager Appreciation Day, Macintosh Day, National IV Nurse Day, Observe the Weather Day, Thank You Mentor Day, and of course, the last day to celebrate on the list, because it was listed as the first, but I will bring it up as the last, it is National Flora Day. So that's National Florida Day, just in case you couldn't understand what the hell I was saying as I was moving the button back and forth. Uh, so there you go. That's a, Those are some days of the year that you can celebrate today if you're so inclined to do so. Um, so that's what's going on in my neck of the woods. If you want to come and hang out on the other side, we will talk about whack facts and portions of BS that we can discuss today if you want to talk about more. Anyways, if you need a phone starter for today, here you go. What is, what is your best money-saving tip? Start the phone call off with that one. If you need a random joke for today, try this one. When I say the other when I say the other day, I could be referring to any time between yesterday and 15 years ago. That's that's true. That's true. And then of course, last but not least, if you need something for the water cooler, the average woman will only wear an outfit 7 times and 14% say this is why. What is it? Answer, they don't want to post pictures on social media of themselves of wearing a rerun, a rerun. So there you go. That's what is going on inside of that neck of the woods. Also, before I forget, let's talk about my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're the National Lifeline is a national network of local crisis centers that provides free and confidential and emotional support to people in suicidal crisis and emotional distress 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They are committed to improving crisis services and advancing suicide prevention by empowering individuals, advancing the profession, best practices, and building awareness. You can contact them at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. So there you go. That is what is going on right there. If I can leave you with a thought for today, this is what I would like to leave you with. Hatred corrodes the container and it is carried in. So think about it. If it erodes a container, it's going to erode you. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big. That is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. It's 55, nine minutes past the top of the hour. If you want to come and hang out with me, come over to radiobig.fm. I will see you on the other side. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in 
any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.